Hi everyone and welcome to My Unfiltered Twenties. A podcast about the ups and downs, highs and lows and realities of life in your twenties. With me, Abby Parker. And me, Lucy Martin. This week we're going to talk about a lot of different things. And I know we say that every week, but this week's episode is going to be jam-packed. Mm-hmm. We've got a load of like different things we want to talk about, a load of like random things, like we're talking yep. proper random, like cycling, festivals, football, literally anything you can mm-hmm. think of. Um, yeah, but first we'll start. Abby, how much a week? What have you been up to? What have you been doing? Um, so when this podcast comes out, I will be one week since my first dose. Whee! I had my first dose officially. Woo! I went to the walk-in. It was great. It was over oh, before I knew it. Mm-hmm. Sat there 15 minutes. I did not need to faint. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So that was, honestly, that was the main event of my week. Yeah, it's a big thing. It is big. It it's is a big deal. Thing. I'm a mm-hmm. week and a day vaccinated. It feels great. Oh, it feels great. <laughs> uh-huh. It's just like great feeling every day waking up knowing you're a bit more protected. I know. You when know? is it? How many weeks is it until you have like a proper bit of protection? So I was looking this up. Yeah. Apparently Pfizer's a little bit quicker. Oh. So after... So I think with like some other vaccines it's like two weeks before it's like properly mm-hmm. but Pfizer's like 10 days you're already seeing a drop off <gasps> in the amount of people that wow you know that what's the word like you're increasing in protection already yeah right yeah. so antibodies are present from 10 days and then after three weeks you can be up to 90 percent protected wow with your first powerful. dose she's how crazy <laughs> so then the second is just like the cherry on top, you know? Yeah, yeah. But obviously everyone still needs to get their second. <laughs> yes, please get your, get your vaccines. You know, yeah. we, we've told you it's all good. You're all good. Yeah. We were saying earlier that we hope, like, they bring forward the second doses for us so we can be mm-hmm. all done, protected. Yeah. Especially people like yourself going off to uni. Exactly. Exactly. Because, like, it's a big thing anyway. I remember in sixth form, it was like a big thing. They're like, oh, you have to have your, you know, your measles and all that bef- yeah. jab before you go. Mm-hmm. Because the the illness, because obviously it wasn't a big deal when we went to uni. It was like, oh, yeah, everyone's going to get sick. So what? Everyone I has know. precious flu. We were but now it's Ill. like, I know we were. It was crazy. Like everyone thinking about it, it makes me cringe. Everyone was just coughing in lectures. I know. <clears throat> Don't you feel and then, like everything yeah. is so dirty now? Like I was on the train yeah. home yesterday and it's not even COVID dirt, but like I just feel like everything feels so dirty. Yeah. Do you get I what know. I mean? I do know what you mean. Oh. I I can't even like, I like take a package in, a package has been delivered. Oh yeah, yeah. And I like open the packaging and then like tip whatever is yeah. in there out and then chuck the packaging away, wash my hands and I'm uh-huh. like, okay, I'm good. It's crazy it's just because freaky. we never used to think about that, but now you just can't. You having your head like, oh, my hands feel unclean. It it makes me cringe thinking that I would like go to Brighton, be on the train, yeah, and then would meet up with a friend and go to a restaurant and eat without washing my hands or sanitizing or like. I know. Because I never used to carry. Because some people used to carry hand sanitizer before. Yeah. But I never I did didn't. because of my eczema. I'm like, no, it just dries my hands out. Yeah. And now, now. I haven't been sick in a year and a half. I know. I was thinking about that. Somebody put on Twitter earlier, like, how dirty was everybody before COVID that we used to just constantly have colds? I know. It's so gross. And thinking about the fact that you've picked it up from a stranger, it's just horrible. But then I think they're saying, like, flu season's going to be worse this winter because we're not... Yeah. We haven't got that immunity to it because nobody's had, like, the flu or a cold in so long. So can't wait for an awful cold this winter. They're going to be pushing for... Flu jabs. Elderly people to get flu jabs and stuff, aren't they? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. But then also, like, I, I saw... I didn't read it, but I saw an article headline about, like, the kids, the pandemic kids, the kids have been born or, like, mm-hmm. were born just before the pandemic are, like, they've got really low immunity. Yeah. You know, because they yeah. haven't been... That, some of them haven't even been outside, you know? I know. If you live in an apartment, you're not going to go outside that much. No. I feel like... So, this leads on whilst one of our topics we're going to talk about like football and large events and you know the issues with like 
inconsistencies why can't we have lectures in person next year why do we already said everything's going to be online when there's a stadium full of football fans all the people who travel from scotland to the football got covid and there's been festivals going on that aren't pilots <laughs> don't want to name any names access festival in commentary or whatever it was but yeah so this gets me kind of rolled up <laughs> rob beckett right the mm-hmm. comedian tweeted and he is a huge football fan right he's been yeah. to a game he was like i watched it was him actually... he was at england or something and i saw him at one of the games <laughs> i was like he was tweeting something about a funny comment his wife had made so i was like oh i'm gonna look on his story his story was literally like five minutes long that i couldn't even see the little tabs in his story and i was like i'm not watching this yeah but he had tweeted as a football fan mm-hmm. he was like it's ridiculous that the stadiums are filled with people and he can't even go and watch his daughter's sports day. Yeah. That's what's crazy. Like, yeah. they were talking about cancelling my mum's sports day and all this stuff. And it's, it's looks like weather permitting. Mm-hmm. It's going to go ahead. But, like, they weren't even going to, they weren't even going to have a sports day. I know. And that is, and there are I know, I was never a fan of sports day, but that is crucial to, like, kids' development and stuff, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. You know? And it's just fun. It's a day where you don't have to be sat in a yeah. classroom. Exactly. I think it as well, like, I just assumed there would be testing. You'd have to show, you know, a negative test. You'd have to have at least, like, two doses or a negative test, that sort of thing, because that's what they were on about they... for these pilots for these festivals. But the fact that, like, what, 2,000 Scottish fans who came down and you saw the pictures of the streets, what they were like, with full of people, like, there was no pandemic going on. But yeah. So how would how did they have it? Were they not tested? Like I don't understand. Because oh now there's been a massive spike in Scotland, mm-hmm. and it's like the highest they've had it the whole time. And I'm like, oh no, it's crazy. Seriously, isn't it? yeah. The, and and where you are now, so there's a oh, huge spike, right? Yeah, because of the football. So apparently in Tamworth, where I live, the cases increased just in the town centre by fifteen hundred percent just yesterday oh my god i know and apparently it's all related to like the sports bars in the town center because people were just mm. not distancing so we were supposed to be going out yeah. for dinner tonight and we've cancelled it because we're like no yeah. like don't want to risk it and i'm just I not going to go out now because i just i just can't like that is absolutely insane and the whole time it's yeah. been fine here we've had like really low cases but the mm. issue is everybody's quite young so mm. apparently only 40% of 18 to 30-year-olds here have had their vaccine, like, first dose, which I think is quite low. Okay. You know yeah. what I mean? So, not good, not good. Yeah, that is quite low. Mm-hmm. I know, because we've been... The vaccine distrib- distribution, is that mm-hmm. the right word? Mm-hmm. Has been really good where we are. So I was looking up before I went, and, like, 80% of the people that live in my, like, you know, area yeah. code or whatever have had their first dose that's well good which is great but that's all age groups oh yeah that's good that's good yeah and then but um i i saw a tweet i i liked it i see i saw you had liked it Uh right and it's so true it's like it was something along the lines of i've out of the whole time we've been in a pandemic i've never known personally so many people that are isolating at the moment it's really scary me like I think if we hadn't been at home this whole time, mm. if we were in our student town, we would be isolating. Everybody I know yeah. in our student town is isolating. Everybody in people I follow from like Oxford, Cambridge, Durham, the whole cities are just isolating because yeah. it's just going around the students. And luckily, like if you look in Leamington, which is where our student town is, there's no cases in the over 50s, which is great. Yeah. But I'm just like, I don't want to get it. I don't want to have to keep yeah. isolating, you know, go out and then be isolating again. And it, yeah. it is just scary because it's like, I don't really see an end to this, like, this constant isolation. Because mm. even if you've had the jabs, you have to isolate and stuff. Yeah. So it's just kind of worrying, you know? Well, also, I got I got track and trace, right? Yeah. So I looked up the rules and it was like, you don't have to go get a proper test unless you get symptoms. Mm-hmm. So you just you just have to isolate for 10 days. Yeah. From, from the time that you were in the yeah. place that traced you. I got contacted eight days after yeah. I had been to the place. So I, I only knew that I had to isolate for two of the days. What's swear, the point in that? I swear there was a thing where it was like, they can only contact you four days after as well, just a side note, because 
you should... What's the point by then? Like, they take too long. And I understand that they have to go through it and people have to have the symptoms. And But I just think, yeah. like, it's not working, in my opinion. And people... No. I saw this girl tweet today that she was in a restaurant and she saw the woman on the table in front of her on her NHS app and it says you have three days left of isolation. <gasps> people just aren't doing it. And that's the issue in the student towns. People aren't doing it. Yeah. I mean, it didn't even come up on my app that I should be isolated. Really? Yeah, I oh. just got, like, the message. So maybe it was even before that. I don't know. Maybe it was something before that and it had already expired by the time they messaged me. Because yeah. my boy didn't... He didn't get a... Really? He didn't get traced. And we were obviously at the same place at the same yeah. time and we both scanned the app. Oh, But he didn't so get weird. traced. It just I doesn't know. work. I, I don't think it works. And I saw... I don't know whether this is true. Don't take, like, everything we say to be true. This is just yeah. like, what we've gathered. I saw apparently, like, say you went to a swimming pool and you left your phone in a locker and you had the Bluetooth on. If your phone's in a locker with some, next to someone else's and theirs goes off, you can be told to isolate. And apparently it's the same, like, Stop. if you're in a car and the person in the car next to you. Oh, God. And I'm just like, oh, it's just... They need something better than this because I just don't think mm. it works. Yeah, it's... Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's hard. I don't know how... Because I'm, like, I don't know how else they could do it. Because in theory, it's like, wow, that's perfect. But in, in practice, it's just... I know. It's just not quite there. No. And this thing with school kids, like, I was watching the news the other day, and I think it was in Manchester, this woman who was teaching a class was like, there's 14 out of the 15 kids in my class off today, because they were <gasps> all isolating. And apparently, like, they can't teach anything because every so many people off all the time. And people mm. are, like, going back for one day and then having to isolate another ten days. And it's just... I know they're changing that. I swear from July the 19th, you only have to isolate if you're the one with symptoms in a school environment. But it's well, just At least chaos. my mum's been vaccinated. It's so stressful. Yeah. I think it will be... I do think things will get better once everyone at our age has had two doses. Yeah. It's just waiting for that to happen, isn't it? I think I'm honestly just not going to be really careful I'm going to be super careful like not that I wasn't anyway but you know I don't want to like go to any bars or anything until I've had like both doses because it just it it worries me too much I mean it's I know they could they've done it as quick as they can like at the UK we've done really well yeah it's super quick but people aren't you know our age that have been waiting for to have their fun summer for for over a year and it's like, of course people are going to go out because... They can. I, mean, I don't know. They're, they're not... A lot of people aren't doing anything illegal. They're doing exactly oh, no. what the rules allow. It's just like, if, if we had all had our second I dose... Know, there wouldn't it, be We'd this... just be chilling. I it's know. just... And it is annoying me how people are blaming young people because it's like, of course they're the ones that are getting it. We mm. haven't had the vaccine. Older people can't get it anymore because they've been mm-hmm. vaccinated. It's obviously going to be going around our age group. Yeah. And then the next it will be... Those kids yeah. that can't even legally get it. I know. I hope this summer does good with, like, a break with the school holidays. I hope that yeah. helps. Yeah. Well, I think in, in the US, I think they're vaccinating over 12s. Oh, really? So the UK is just, like, watching what happens kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, I think over 16s, well. surely, because, you know, the, there's not mm. that much difference between a 17-year-old and an 18-year-old, like... Yeah. I don't know though. I'm not a scientist. Don't take my word for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just it, it's just like the legal thing. Yeah. Like even when we were doing, when I was doing psychology experiments, and it wasn't even like anything. We were doing a thing on the trolley problem, mm-hmm. right? We were just asking people about the trolley problem. Sixteen-year-olds, mm-hmm. they're not going to be affected by that, right? Yeah. But obviously, anyone over eighteen, we weren't allowed to collect data from. Because yeah. they're children, so then yeah. you have to get like all this extra consent and stuff. Mm-hmm. Which then I had to do for my third year project because we were testing three year olds. Yeah. <laughs> so that was fun. Yeah. But so I've had an email from my university next year confirming what it's going to be like teaching wise. Yeah. So they said in normal times they try and put teaching on two days anyway so people can have jobs for the other three days oh. of the like working week which I think is good because mm. I'm going to try mm. and get like a job in the shop or something um mm. and they've said on Thursdays it's going to be like online lectures mm-hmm. that's the plan and then Fridays is going to be like in-person seminars and stuff 
which I'm honestly I'm mm. like okay because I suppose it saves on transport as well because if they spread mm. it out over the week like one hour this day which was what it was like all through undergrad like an hour yeah. on Monday an hour on Tuesday then it means you have to travel to the uni every day but I, I think mm-hmm. I'm quite happy with that to be honest like mm. even having a few things in person is a big improvement from this year yeah, I think seminars are more important to me in person as well than lectures. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And they're usually smaller groups as well, so yeah. that's chill. Yeah, So are you going to get an Oyster card? I guess. Do, is that, would you do that? Is that what you do? Yeah, so then you just... Um, all Londoners have Oyster cards. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I don't, because I'm out of the zone. Okay. Although okay. if I went from Gatwick Airport, I could travel on an Oyster card. But basically, it's just like a card, you put money on it, yeah. and then you just tap it when you're getting on the tube and then tap it when you get off and then it just automatically works out the price of a ticket. Can I can like connect my 18 to whatever rail card on it? 18, yeah, yeah. So it will be cheaper? Yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah. 16 to 25 or whatever. Yeah, whatever it is. I need to renew that. Just to... <gasps> I, I literally renewed it to come home from Leamington. Yeah. And then, because I got the ticket with the rail card on it, and then realised, oh no, I have a, my rail card's expired, so I got a new one. And then the guy came along, tickets. So I got my my little e ticket out. Yeah. And it says on it sixteen to twenty five rail card, and he didn't even he ask didn't me to see my rail card. They don't ask anymore. I swear, they don't ask for it anymore. They just like want to get it scanned and done, don't they? They don't really care as much. Mm. I feel like. Yeah. Also, I look sixteen to twenty five. Yeah. <laughs> I look 10 years old. <laughs> so are you going to be... How much is it going to cost you to come and see me next year? Like, how much is a ticket to Central London for you? And how much is it going to cost me to come and see you? I can't even remember the last time I went to London, you know. Because mm-hmm. I'm thinking £8, but that was that was when I was going to Horsham. Okay. I think I think it might be about... Eight quid. It depends oh, because good. the the tube is a lot cheaper cheaper than over you know like okay. me going into London on the overground is more expensive than if I was already had access to an underground station. Okay. Yeah. But what I'm getting at and is you're going to be learning of the tube man. We can see each other all the time, right? <laughs> of course. Okay, good. You're going to have to show me how to use the tube because um. Mm. My boy literally the other day was like, "How do I get from?" from here to here because um, he was go- going home from Leamington right so he goes into Marylebone okay. and then he was like how do I get back home and I was like oh you have to take because the, the Bakerloo line's the only one that goes through that anyway so I was like oh you have to take it to Oxford Circus and then change to get on Central uh-huh. and he was like I don't let me check because he always has to double check yeah. I say. <laughs> and then I was correct and I was like oh my god I'm such a Londoner you're a Londoner wow that's <laughs> like I know the tube <laughs> Okay, you're going to have to tell me when we go and look at... You're going to have to tell me what tube to get and stuff. You go, to go. Listen, you need to look it up before you go because if you have to look at the map, then all the commuters are like, ooh, it's a tourist. <laughs> okay. I swear I always did that when I came to see you, but... Okay. <laughs> well, it's like I always got confused because I don't know what it is. I'm really bad. Spatial location is not my thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's, but is that even the thing? Anyway, Spatial like awareness and stuff. Like yeah, yeah I I'm get you, awful. I am awful. Where is north? I don't know. <laughs> so like, so but north southbound, I can get my head around. Yeah. West eastbound, I'm like, I've I have no idea where I am. I have to like stare at the map and go, okay, so that's that. I can't, I can't rotate things in my mind. I've always had a problem with it. Even like year four maths, yeah, you know, me. when you just rotate a shape on a graph, I can't do it. <laughs> I you cannot. have to use the tracing paper. Yes. <laughs> I cannot rotate a map in my head. It it, fre- it just freaks me out. Uh-huh. Glad I got that off my chest. <laughs> if anyone has any moving to London advice for a northerner like myself, please mm. please comment on one of our tweets or something. Tell mm. me your advice. Oh my god. I actually saw something right. So I was I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos of people eating Korean um, Korean corn dogs. Uh, yeah, I've heard about these. They look really good. I want to try one. So I was uh-huh. looking up, is there anywhere near me? And there's some places in London that do them. Okay. So I was looking up this this place in, um, I think it was in like Kensington. So I was like, that's a bit of a... Uh-huh. It's, it's like a posh area, right? Yeah. Anyway, so I was looking it up and I was like, I was like, okay, these look okay. They don't look as good as... The ones you see on TikTok and stuff, right? Yeah. And then so I was looking through their menu and 
honestly, it's a good thing that the listeners cannot see what I'm about to show you. <laughs> okay. It is called a crispy pickle K-Dog. Oh, wow. Okay. I think we need to take a trip because... That's disgusting, Lucy. You can't eat that. Chef's kiss. Wow. <laughs> that is a pickle... A whole pickle. ...that has been wrapped in corn batter or whatever they use. Mm-hmm. And deep fried, and you want to eat it? I do. Yes, I, I do. I really do. What is a corn dog then? Is it just like? Because I always see them on like American programs as well. well. Not the Korean ones, obviously, but. So. U.S. corn dogs are literally a frankfurter. Right. That's wrapped. It's like a batter made from corn flour. Okay. And then they dip it in, and then deep fry it. Okay. Okay. But Korean corn dogs are made with like rice flour i believe so it's a different consistency different taste and then they also mix things into the batter like potato or Mm -hmm. onion and Mm -hmm. then they are normally topped with like sugar so it's a whole different thing yeah but and also the the inside isn't always a sausage Mm -hmm. sometimes like they can be mozzarella or a sausage wrapped in mozzarella okay or wrapped in cheddar oh hmm I think we should try one because they sound pretty good. I want to try one. Mm-hmm. It'll be fun. I keep getting on TikTok like all the like. The f- I'm in this restaurant in London. It's like all fancy like pasta ones and stuff, and I'm like, oh, but that portion mm. is looking very small for that price. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what what's next on the list? Um, do you want to talk about cycling? Okay. Okay. So the um. In this household, in this house, mm-hmm. we we watch and support the Tour de France. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's been great. You know the name Mark Cavendish? Yeah, yeah. He has just won. So he so a few years ago, he kind of dropped off. He got glandular fever. He was very ill. Okay. He, everyone thought that's his career over. Now he's going to retire. Uh-huh. Like he's done. And then this year, he was like, "No, no, sis," and he started winning a few of these these oh. odd races wow. and the Tour de France is his his heart and soul yeah and he got he made the team so he came back to the Tour de France and now he's won two stages wow. which is huge for him yeah. which has brought his total Tour de France wins up to 32 oh my god the all-time record is held by the legend Eddie Merckx which is 34 okay. so everyone's like oh is he gonna mm-hmm. break the record mm-hmm. he's gonna be best ever officially <laughs> So it, it's hard for me though because my favourite sprinter is Peter Sagan, and he's losing because Cap's winning, and it's like I'm like my heart is torn. Uh huh. Uh-huh. But the biggest news is that the woman, the, the the Europe-wide search for the woman holding the sign, yeah, has been caught. <laughs> so can you right? So I'm with yeah. this because I just saw on Twitter like apparently like a woman has disrupted the race, but I don't know. I don't know what's happened. So. She was. She'd got a little cardboard sign. She was in a little yellow raincoat holding yeah. a cardboard sign, and it was like um, something like "Hi to my grandparents," <laughs> right? Uh huh. And sh- so she was obviously so excited to be on TV and to say hi to her grandparents that she wasn't even looking at the race she was looking at the camera so she didn't see that her sign was obsc- like obscuring <gasps> the road oh my god and so all basically all the riders were together in 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 the peloton right the group yeah yeah so there's like 190 riders in this group and she takes out tony martin who's like a big name uh-huh. he literally knocks into this sign so then he's <gasps> he's knocked sideways and just takes out 90% of the peloton oh my god like they're Chaos. going over each other it's it was yeah chaos and this was the first day oh of the Tour de France first day and it was the the biggest one of the biggest crashes I've ever seen you'd never live it down would you you'd, you'd literally no. never live it down exactly she was propelled into the into the ditch <laughs> the riders were everywhere there were riders going into the ditch because obviously they're trying to ride yeah. around it and then they're like in the grass and all sorts but she's now either been caught or like handed herself in and she's gonna have like a 1,500 euro fine. Good. And there was talks of the tour like suing her, but I think big company they they're like now we're not going to do that. Yeah, yeah. But like, 
multiple bikes were broken and each one of those bikes are like five grand oh my god honestly she should have to pay for like a few of the bikes or something because that is crazy i know i mean bikes break it's part of the tour like people but just crash on their own i know <laughs> but that 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 crash is gonna be an iconic one yeah because there was one like 20 years ago where this policeman who was standing just in front of the barricade right because mm-hmm. he was crowd control he he was like this would be a great picture opportunity he st- it's an iconic scene from yeah. the France. he stands out in the road to take a picture obviously didn't realize how fast they go when they're sprinting because it's at yeah. the finish line and he takes out the the entire <gasps> peloton oh my god and it was it was a bad crash obviously he was really badly hurt yeah. because he got this bike's going like 60 kilometers an hour yeah oh my god um yeah should we talk about the main event of the podcast let's go love island love island well tell us do we all. love it do, do, let me check the we did a poll on twitter last <laughs> night kind of blew up don't mean to kind of <laughs> don't mean to blow our own trumpet but it did kind of blow up yeah i'll see what the viewers said mm-hmm. listeners mm-hmm. whatever you want to call them yeah the adoring so, fans the adoring fans we got 30 votes and there's still seven wow. hours left Oh, whoa, that's big. That's big. Huge if true. Huge. The the tweet was, this week we'll be spilling all the tea on our thoughts on the island, but we want mm. to hear what you think about this year's series so far. Mm-hmm. And 57% of our listeners voted, it's still early days. Still too early to decide. That. You voted that. Mm-hmm. 23% not into it at all. I put this category as people who maybe are not into the island generally or are just not into this year, so... Mm-hmm, could be mm-hmm. even. 13% it's awful with the sick emoji I voted for yep. that myself I will say mm. 7% it's amazing I think that speaks volumes to be honest it really does mm-hmm. I think this is truly representative of all of Island viewers and they should honestly give us some credit for collecting this information on this morning or something consumer research honestly yeah exactly 30 votes is pretty crazy Tell us your thoughts, Abby. Tell tell us what you think about the shows. I just think it's dry. Yeah. I just think since it's got all big and they're like getting like Instagram Instagram's elite to go on, mm-hmm. it's just like where's the personality? Mm-hmm. Like where's I can't remember his name. Curtis. Kez. What's his name? Curtis. No, no. I mean that was that was funny. Uh-huh. No, Kem. what they what they call Kem? Chris and Kem. Chris and Kem. Where yeah. where's them rapping? Exactly. You know. Does anybody want me to rap like in the mood? That's what we need. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we. Need. <laughs> I know you want to cuddle, but I want to be the person that gets up and make coffee every morning. <laughs> I have made you look like an absolute mug. <laughs> I came down here to tell you that I loved, loved you. you. <laughs> That's so iconic. The venom in her face when she says it. The, also, another iconic scene. Mora absolutely ripping Tom into shreds when he oh. was like, let's see if she's all mouth. And she was like, what did you say? That's so iconic. I know. I love that. It's childish. <laughs> it's childish. Also, Anna. Anna. Well, I can't even remember what that was about. He I was like, oh, I like you or whatever. Yeah. She's like, you... You asked me to be your girlfriend yesterday. <laughs> That's actually unbelievable. Uh-huh. That is unbelievable. I agree. I think it it has seriously because the first season they were all so normal, weren't they? The people. I never actually watched the first season. No, but you can imagine, right? It's gone each yeah. season. They get more and more influencers. Yeah. And yeah. nothing, nothing wrong with influencers, but mm-hmm. this year they, there's just no personality at all, no. and I think they're all like obviously they all hate each other. <laughs> exactly, that's the thing. Nothing on them as people. I'm sure they're all very nice people, and mm. I don't like to see them getting like proper hate on social media. That's not nice. But mm. they, they, no one seems to be good as a couple. No one seems to like each other. There's no chemistry between mm. any of them, and I know it's early days, but I just can't see it getting more interesting. Can you? I just think that. Liberty, poor girl. Know, like someone get her out of that situation before it gets hot. Like before I she know. gets hurt. I was like, care. Like, <laughs> sorry, what? When he was like, I'm not really that attracted. Okay, I don't see myself like wanting to go behind her and kiss her. Like, 
You've been going out I for know. Like two days, hon. Also, like, I just, I just don't get it. Like, if I, I just truly don't understand. Like, why are you joking around with her? Why are you literally simping? No, uh-huh. no offense, mm-hmm. but like, I can't even remember what they were talking about when they were in the kitchen. And she said something. He was like, "Oh, that's my favorite too." And I'm like, "That's yeah. clearly a lie. That is yeah. clearly not true." Uh-huh. So why are you like? trying to win her over when you don't even like her i know you know and you're saying all these horrible things that she's gonna see and if not it's at least gonna come out in like catherine moore or a lie detector or something like that like you've watched the show you know what it's about like you know she's gonna see all these horrible things you've said about her Mm -hmm. and he's like i don't even know if i like her and then is kissing her two seconds later i know i'm like just stop it's the same thing that guy brad did he didn't tell Faye that he wasn't interested and then he has the audacity to kiss her as the least oh. attractive. I was like, I was like, what? I know. And all the boys were like, yeah, but that's the game, isn't it? That's the game. And it's like, yeah, but they look the same. Yeah, I know. So explain yourself. Tell her what you told the camera and tell her that her personality is so disgusting to you <laughs> that you cannot stand to even look at her. Oh, my God. Two it's things. Rich I have, coming from him. I have two things, right. So, first of all, did you see the tweet? Lavanya tweeted, like, we find it unacceptable that our fans have been, like, posting all this stuff online. And everybody mm. was just like, you have created these situations oh, yeah. that make people... You literally told a guy to say who he thinks is the ugliest. Because that's what mm-hmm. it, the question was. And you were telling me that's not bullying when you, as a show, as producers, exactly. have created that question. And also, it's so patronising to the fans to be like, we can literally emotionally destroy these contestants but you cannot mm-hmm. even make the slightest of a joke about one of them exactly second it's, what i have to say yeah. sorry yeah. <laughs> I don't really no no that. go for it go for it <laughs> i'm on my platform is it seems like they were like we're going to be the most diverse year yeah it seems like they came oh, come in come on i mean first of all you can tell it's not diverse but it seems like they're getting mm-hmm. more and more just generic white blonde people in mm-hmm. posh people people that mm-hmm. are like not diverse in the slight it just seems like it's gonna end up in the end i mean bless we were saying last night how cool it is that kaz wears like a bonnet yeah. and like doesn't feel like she has to like you know look a certain way for the cameras yeah. and for people because we were saying it's nice that like if young black girls are watching it they don't feel like they have to like hide their whatever. bonnet yeah. you know what i mean um but yeah like i don't know i just feel like and all the guys like yeah i like blonde i like blonde girls you know, I don't know. I don't know if this is just me, right? But it makes me really uncomfortable when people say dark features. I know. Or oh, I like tall, dark, and handsome. What does I that know. mean? I what know. are you talking about? Are you talking about brown hair, or are you talking about someone's skin color? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And they're like, yeah, I mean dark, but I mean like a white person that's dark. That's what they're saying, isn't it? I feel like yeah. a lot of them when they're, they're saying, saying I want like a an unnaturally tanned white man. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It makes me uncomfortable when the people say that. I don't know what else they could... Why don't they just say tanned? Tall, tanned and handsome. Why not? If if they send in another blonde girl that looks the exact same, I'm honestly turning off. Oh. They all look the same. And they got they got rid. They got rid of Shannon. She was stunning. She, she was literally... Like, what is wrong with those guys? She was literally the most incredible looking girl ever. I know. Just because she didn't snog whoever's face off in the challenge. I know. And I just don't... I don't get. I don't get what the point of kicking her off when then two guys came in and she could have hit it off with one of them. I know. I don't understand. And then, why is there like three people from Oxford? I know. That's not diverse. There's like, like one northern person there. I know. I was like another one. Not another one. I know. It's like what's what's going on in Oxford that everyone's like to die for. What's going on? Do I need to go? Someone was like, the Oxford Brooks to Love Island pipeline is so strong. Because they all go to Oxford Brooks. It makes me laugh how they didn't say it there. Oh, I went to university in Oxford. In Oxford. <laughs> okay. What college? <laughs> oh, stop. I was going to say that it's it's like Khloe Kardashian, right? Mm-hmm. You know when that... Her, like, grandma or whatever posted a picture of her unedited. Mm-hmm. And she had it removed from the internet. People were getting sent cease and desist and all sorts oh to have this God. picture removed from the internet because mm-hmm. she she said, I love my body, whatever, but I decided that I only want certain images of myself out there. I want to represent myself in a certain way and I should have the freedom to do that. Okay. And it's like, sis, people... 
<laughs> Looking at you, Lucy. People post unflattering pictures of you and you can't do anything about it. <laughs> yeah. Happens to Lucy many a time. It, yeah. <laughs> anyway, hmm. I'm like, I'm sorry, but if you have to edit your picture... But this is the thing, right? She was like, I can't help that I'm held to a certain standard. And I'm like, yes, you can, because but you've you created, created the standard. standard. Your family Your family created, created the standard. It's it's the same with Love Island. Like, you create this atmosphere of exclusivity, right? Yeah. That only the best of the best, the creme mm-hmm. de la creme, make it onto Love Island. And then you edit the show to present them in a certain way mm-hmm. and then make everyone feel bad about themselves because no one I know looks like this no. and no one I know acts like this and yet here they all are being praised and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, of course, people are going to feel resentment towards them. Yeah. You know? And especially when people of colour aren't properly represented in the show. Yeah. I mean, I just... Well, it's this thing, they always, the black girl is always the one black girl that they have, because they always just have one. Yeah. She's always picked last, like we were saying this. Yeah. Like, Yawande was picked last, Samira was picked last. I think mm-hmm. Kaz was picked last. I can't remember, but I feel I like think, she was. Yeah, she was. And then they're all, they always give less time to the conversations. Well, she's had no camera time. No. The, the whole show has been Chloe and Faye. Yeah. And then Sharon's, like, sneaks in there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And it, it appears to me as well, obviously, I don't know. I'm not a plastic surgeon expert. Mm-hmm. But it appears to me that Kaz is the most natural one in there. Yeah. At least you know, had the least work it. done. Yeah. Like, why do they give so much airtime? They're like, oh, it's so damaging when young people feel like they have to get all this plastic surgery. Like, 16-year-olds want their lips done and stuff. And yet you give 90% of the screen time to people with lips bigger than anything I've ever seen in my life. I know. I know. And they don't, like, there's no sort of acknowledgement, like, oh, this is not what you have to look like and stuff. It's like, oh, if you're not as thin as all these girls and you don't have that exact body type, because they all have the exact same body type, there's no representation of, like, girls of different body types. Same with the guys. All the guys have got six packs. They all look the exact same, like, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, bring a dad bod in. Yeah, someone put that on Twitter. I'd love to see it. Yeah. Because that new guy that's come in, the one from Wales, when he said he was 21, my jaw dropped to the floor. I know. Who do you know our age that looks like that? Johnny. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, I'll take that one. That's the closest. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Alex, if you're listening, Um, (laughs) Her boy's like, I'm I'm off to Mallorca. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, they could go in as a couple. They could just chill together by the pool. You can't imagine Alex on Love Island, though. If any of our friends were to go on Love Island, if she was single, I'd vote for Alex. I don't know. She'd be great as well. She'd be, <laughs> she'd be like, yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm not having any of that. I'm not getting involved. I'm not getting involved. <laughs> and all the screeching, can it stop? Oh, can I stop? hate it. I hate it. You're going on a date. You're not winning the lottery. Can you, like, <laughs> calm down? We were saying, actually, we think, like, because of the pandemic and lockdown, it's almost as if people have forgotten how to behave with, like, on dates and stuff. And they've forgotten, like, just generally how to behave. It's like, they're like if the relationship is not true love in the first day, they seem to think that it's not worth any effort oh, at all. God, I know. They write people off so quickly. Yeah. I was saying to Lucy last night, I was like, all the boys are, are just stuck in F-boy mode. Yeah, 100%. It is tunnel vision. They, they. I don't think any of them are interested in a long-term relationship at all. No. I get that the, vibe every year, but... <laughs> this year, even more, honestly. And the girls are just, mm-hmm. like, not interested there for a free holiday. Fair enough. But mm. this isn't what I'm here for. I know. I honestly don't know. The amount of people I've seen online, like... I saw a tweet, like, I'm going to have to have a serious chat with myself on Sunday night whether I need to continue watching the show. I know. Oh, I know what I was going to say as well. I think it's not done them a favour that Two Hot Handles come out at the same time because everybody... This mm. season's Two Hot Handles was incredible. You need to mm. you need to watch it. I binge-watched the second half of it yesterday. And it, everyone's like, it's so much better than Love Island. And I, th- I don't think that's done Love Island a favour at all. <laughs> well, they very strategically released it like a week yeah. before it, Love Island side. Yeah. Which, fair play. 
Yeah. At least, at least in Too Hot to Handle, they have people from like all over the world, and they're all interesting. Like, they're all like absolute, mm. like crazy people, like proper like hoes and stuff. Like, <laughs> and you like want to watch them. Mm. Yeah. Like on it. Honestly, though, when Shannon got dumped, yeah, I went straight onto Instagram and followed mm-hmm. her. She already had two hundred and fifty thousand followers. Seriously. And all the other c- contestants have like fifty k. Really. But I think as soon as she got dumped, everyone was like, "I'm not having this," and went and followed her. Yeah, yeah. Even that. And so she said, like, they all have so many followers and stuff. I remember when. Yeah. And the people, again, with all of what you were saying, the people that were on the first season looked like normal people. They look, they just yeah. looked like people you would be friends with and see on the street. They didn't look like celebrities that are, like, airbrushed and stuff. Mm. Well, that's what Molly May has said now, that she before she went in, she just went and got a load of filler. Yeah. She, t- for the, sh- for the really? show. Really? She was like, yeah, she was like, oh, if I'm going to be on Love Island, I'm going to need to get some filler. So she got her, like, jaw done and her yeah. cheeks and her lips and all sorts. And now she's had it all removed, but that was that was seasons ago. Yeah. So imagine the pressure that contestants today feel that they need to change themselves in order to get on the show. Yeah, a hundred percent. Honestly, I'm know. surprised Curtis's brother isn't on it. This year. <laughs> that would that have been so funny. Maybe next year yeah. they might have him. Oh no, he's got a I girlfriend. Think he's in a relationship. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Let us know your thoughts. Leave a reply, mm-hmm. tweet, or a comment on Instagram or Facebook. Just ask, let us know what you think about this year's season. But I'm telling you now, if it's another week like this, I think I'm going to stop because I can't take it. It's so boring. I can't take... Listen, I don't like going on girl hate, but I can't take Chloe's voice. Oh. Um, Brad is getting on my nerves. Jake's getting on my nerves. Uh-huh. Toby, I'm in love with. Um, we love him. We love Aaron. We love Aaron. I don't mind Hugo so I just, far. He's not done anything particularly to annoy me. He's right. Apart from being friends with Chugs, he's okay. It's true. And some jokes that don't hit. Apart uh-huh. from that, he's fine. But yeah, we have been a bit negative on Love Island, but like, it's fine. It's fine. We, we're still watching it. Yeah, we are still. I love how we like. I absolutely hate it. It's the most boring thing I've ever seen. But I'm still going to sit down to watch it at nine pm every night. <laughs> I love what I love following Amber's tweets as it yeah. goes on. <laughs> yeah. Should we talk about Tala a bit? Okay, go for it. So, I, so sustainable sportswear brand, Tala. Yeah. yeah. If any of you have followed the podcast for a while, you know that we are a fan of sustainable stuff. We like sustainable clothes mm. and stuff. I think we've talked about Tala before. Owned by Grace Beverly. I used to watch... Did you used to watch her YouTube? I was not aware of this, no. No. She used to be Grace Fit UK on YouTube. She went to Oxford oh. and I used to watch her Oxford vlogs years ago. Oh. Um, I do have some issues with her. She's just had a book come out, and it's called like "Working Hard, Hardly Working" or something like that. Right. I don't know, something like that mm. vibes. And she's very like girl boss vibes, but I'm pretty mm. sure her mum is like the curator of one of the biggest art galleries in London. And okay, it's very like come. She comes across like she worked so hard. She put herself through Oxford. She's bought this like millions and millions of pound house in London. But she did come from a very, very wealthy family. I'm pretty sure she went to private mm. school, mm. you know. And this book about, like, hustling, I'm not sure. I haven't read it. Right. don't want to comment on it. I do want to get it, but I'm not sure it's what we all need after we've just come out of a pandemic, you know, being told this is how you need to hustle more and stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, she owns Tyler. She owns Shreddy as well, the workout app and oh, okay. workout equipment. But... Tala's meant to be committed to like sustainable stuff so I was kind of confused as to why they started selling on ASOS I know I know this is the thing because I bought from them in like their post Christmas sale or whatever their boxing day sale and the set was really nice I think I bought a size too small but it was fine (laughs) and then (laughs) <laughs> like it was like a long sleeve top right and then I lift my arms yeah. up and the, it would like ride up and then I'd have like fabric under my arms I don't but I was like wow you could like pay to offset your yeah delivery mm-hmm. and stuff yeah all this stuff I was like I love this um Chinsia had was wearing yeah. one of their tops 
mm-hmm. was like great quality i love it i got it great quality love it mm-hmm. they haven't even got like labels on it's like printed into yeah. the fabric i love that all great and then i saw them on asos and i was like how how can you be sustainable when you're selling on asos i know i don't and it didn't quite pop as well i know depop is sustainable in the nature of being secondhand but I swear that people were like, why are they working with all these big corporations and stuff, you know? Yeah. It does make me question how, if they're on that big of a scale, they can be as sustainable as they say they are. Yeah. And also, they say, like, one sec, have a label right here. Mm-hmm. Global Recycled Standard. Perfect fit. I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know about that either. The joggers. So, I do like... The quality is great. I will say that, but... They're meant to be... Because she's petite. Grace Beverly's, like, 5'2". But the joggers that I had, they were so long on me. Like, so long. In- yeah. Ridiculously long. Like, for, like, someone who's 5'9", or something. 92% polyamide. That okay. does, does that sound like a sustainable fabric to you? Mm, that sounds really. like it's made from oil. Yeah. Let me look it up. I was kind of disappointed. I was like, oh, that's cool that it's on ASOS. Because I know we are very much trying to stop fast fashion, but we do still buy a bit of ASOS because we're not millionaires. We can't afford to be buying all these sustainable brands all the time. And fast fashion, you know, it's more about the companies and stuff. Unless, I'd say less than the consumers. But anyway, I just think I was a bit like, oh, that's very surprising to start selling on ASOS. Yeah. Apparently polyamide is biodegradable. Oh, Okay. You can plant the labels as well. Did you know that? Yeah, that is true. I don't get. I don't. I know you can plant them, but like, what, you just plant them on their own. No I don't clue. get it. I'm, I'm like, oh, that's a great idea. I've had them for like two years and haven't planted them because I just have not. Well, I don't get it. Do you like wrap a seed in it or something? How can you just plant a a, a, I think a flat that is bit of seed? This this is the seed. I don't know. It's like because the um. Is it the the uh, the native deodorant? You can yeah. get the sustainable refills, and mm-hmm. then the refills you can plant. But that makes okay. sense because you can put dirt in in the refill yeah. with yeah. a seed. But how can you just plant a label? That doesn't make any sense. And, uh, and it's got a sticker on it, so that's I can't plant the sticker. Oh, it's gone <laughs> pretty easy actually. That's true. <laughs> you know, on the topic of deodorants, right? This is probably a bit too much, but I've always been a very sweaty person. Okay. I've always struggled to find a good deodorant. I used to have the Mitchum ones, but it's still, like, just not as good. 99p, men's deodorant, life-changing. Wait, say that again? 99p, sure, men's roll-on. Literally really? changed my life. Really? I feel like men... It doesn't even... Like, I don't smell, like, manly, but I, I like that smell anyway. But it just mm-hmm. lasts longer. Mm-hmm. Like, they make men's deodorant. It's the same with men's smellies, yeah. isn't it? Men's deodorants men's sprays are much stronger than women's and yeah. it's great honestly last it lasts like 24 hours the next morning i still can't i don't smell like and i'm not i don't sweat as much and it's like 99p that's crazy i know and i was like wow all this time if i only had just used men's because i did i started on it because i always use my boys sprays and i was mm-hmm. always like this lasts much longer so i was like i'm just gonna buy one because i like a roll-on i don't know i'm a big fan of roll-on yeah, I used to be I used to be very much an aerosol gal, mm-hmm. but very bad for the environment. And then also, right, right. Um, it made my breathing go. <laughs> <laughs> Played with my asthma, uh-huh. so I I switched to because I was I've been using Dove for years. Mm-hmm. Switched to a Dove roll on, loved it. Then recently, also just side note, polyamide is nylon. Okay. It is just nylon, so that is a synthetic, <laughs> oil-based. So I don't they're get how it's sustainable. Make it, it's a they're bit greenwashing. Yeah, yeah, they're greenwashing. Anyway, using a Dove roll on loved it. It was much better. Because um, you know, like when you use an aerosol and you put a t-shirt on, then it's got marks on it from when yeah. you've like put it on. Hate and that. it burns a little bit when you've shaved. I swear an aerosol like burns. Is that yeah. just me? Well, you're, <laughs> you're probably holding it a bit too close to your skin. <laughs> yeah, I'm like... <laughs> I saw a tweet of like, oh, my little sister's using deodorant for the first time and she's like measuring 15 centimetres. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I need to do that, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I recently use, started using the Frank's Body natural, fragrance-free... Mm deodorant roll-on because mm-hmm. 
it, I thought, oh, this will be better for my eczema because the fragrance yeah. irritates my eczema. But then <laughs> it was a whole thing. It was like I started getting ingrown hairs. Oh my Basically, because it's thicker. Yeah. It blocked the pores. Oh my god. Is is my assessment of the situation? Because basically, I had like, I had like a little issue with my armpit. Went to the docs. She was like, "Oh, it could be like a number of things." And I was like, "Oh, I used this deodorant, and um, I thought it was blocking my pores because I was getting ingrown hairs, which I've never had an ingrown hair in my armpit." And she was like, "Yeah, that's probably yeah. it." So not oh using Frank's God. body anymore. That's mad, though. If you have, I don't know. If your armpits are unaffected, then like, <laughs> yeah. But also, I don't know if I trust fragrance-free deodorants. Yeah. You know, you can't like smell yourself or whatever. Yeah, I I've get you. I've always been paranoid about smelling, mm-hmm. so fragrance-free deodorants freaks me out too much. I'm. I would be the same. I think I'm gonna have to test you. You're gonna. I'm mean, gonna have to let me smell your armpit, and I'll tell you. <laughs> I actually, did notice in Elite mm. that what's she called? Men- Menthea. She'd not shave her armpits. Love that. Which I think is like a European thing. Yeah. I think over on the continent, they don't, they don't really shave their armpits. Yeah, like I feel like that is a thing. You know what I don't get? You know when people like bleach their armpits? I know. And what, people like... do it with all their arm hair, don't they? People, that oh. is a thing. I'd, I would never shave my arms. No, because people can't, that do it, itchy. people regret it because it grows back twice as thick as our yeah, my my arm hair does not need to be any thicker than it already is. <laughs> also, it's like nobody really cares about arm hair. Everyone has it, like you know mm. what I mean. Not mm. that people should care about other hair, but I just feel like I'm like oh, can't be bothered with that with my yeah. arms. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. final recommendations. Um, not the corn ham. Oh no! Didn't go. Oh well. god! It was disgusting. Was it strong? You know what? I opened the packet, I tried a bit, and I was like, wow, this is incredible. Taste like ham. Put it on right. a cheese sandwich with pickle, as I always do. Oh, That's what I disgusting. used to do with ham. It was absolutely vile. It was like, I don't know, it had a really weird taste to it, and it was like rubbery. But mm-hmm. I wasn't a big fan of ham anyway, so I don't know whether that was it, but just my personal. That's an anti recommendation. Interesting. Yeah. I did, to be honest, my you know what, my recommendation. Watch mm-hmm. the Branston advert, the Branston pickle advert. <laughs> okay. It was very wholesome. Really? <laughs> I was like, this is, it's like a mum calling her daughter. She'd obviously just moved out uh-huh. to like go for a job. And she's, and she's like leaving a voice note. And she's like, I'm so proud of you. Hope you're doing well, blah, Aww. blah, blah. I sent you a care package. And the care package is a little Branston pickle jar. Oh, I love that. I'll it's so that. cute. And then she makes herself a little sandwich while she's listening to the voice note. It's so cute. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what else I'd recommend this week. Honestly, I haven't done anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. thank you for listening, everybody. Apologies, it's a little bit. I think it'll be a good length, but I'm starving. <laughs> yeah. No, it'll um, be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Le- leave. Tell us what you think about Love Island this yes. year. Um, yes. we'll give you another update next week. We'll see how it's been. Hopefully, it's been a good week of Love Island, but we'll see. Hmm. Yeah, um, make sure you follow us on all our socials. Everything linked below. Take part in our Twitter polls. Yeah, we love a good poll now. I'm gonna love do more poll. of them. Mm-hmm. Especially if they all blow up like that one. That was crazy. I know. <laughs> um, and have a good week. Goodbye. Yeah. Bye, everyone. <laughs>